Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Suggested that we come back to the program and uh, get a shot of Scraby laying in a heap in the corner over there after I pancaked him. He jumped up and just about fought me right here on that idea. My man... He is he's really geeked up for this idea. Now Adam Klug is getting into it. I'm like scared for you now. Chris. You're scared for me? No, nah, don't be scared I, for me. I seem to remember a time when I said I could eat a tie ten and immediately we had this plan for Thursday somehow. Yeah, we did. We so, did. All right, so what do you want to plan? Well, I mean let's 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 talk this oh, out. What do you want to what do you want to actually do? You want to take you want to take a camera crew that out to San Diego State? You want to get some helmets and pads, mm-hmm. and you want you and I to line up across from each other and just basically wrestle it out. No, for a no, no. Or here two. it is. Here I, it is. I don't want to see you guys do the Oklahoma drill. I really and that's don't. exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. The Oklahoma <laughs> drill. D- what know, is that one where you have to run full speed yeah. each other? You guys live about ten yards apart. Nah, yes. that's yeah, stupid. No, I don't want to that's see you stupid. do that. I, I, I love. I, I miss playing football more than I, anything I will in this say world. This. Unlike the tie ten challenge. When Scraby opened his mouth and we started honing in on it, yeah, he immediately was backpedaling from that point. Right, he wants all the smoke on this one. Let's yeah. go. He's 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 he thinks he's just going to destroy me. I mean, have you seen how big and chunky I can be? Have you seen how big and chunky I can be? I have. I mean, SD Fat Loss has done a phenomenal job for both of us. And you know, oh yeah, it, it, they definitely have. And you know what's even worse for you, Chris, is that I'm lighter, so I'm moving faster. Uh, well, that's so what I won't be able to catch you. That's not necessarily no, true. There's more momentum and force behind. Just it. because you have lost does not automatically mean that you will be moving faster. Here's the problem that you're going to have, Scraby. Is that I have gigantic thighs you and do. calves you do. and legs. You His do. lower that half is, is dominating. It is going to be difficult <laughs> to move me off of that perch. That is true. And I, I know say. it's going to be difficult for me to move He's you. Got Trevor Hoffman like calves. He does. I honestly feel like if you and I, you know, bring the camera, and I know everybody's going to want us to do this, so we're going to probably have to figure out a way to do this. <laughs> but I, I, I do want the pads and the helmet, and I think San Diego State ought to get in on it. <laughs> I think but they're not going to want the liability. I was just getting ready to say it. <laughs> well, we'll sign a waiver, all right? They're we'll like, sign yeah, a yeah. waiver. We'll sign a waiver. But but I really think it's going to be pretty much a stalemate. I don't think a whole lot's going to really happen. I, I think it's going to be kind of dull footage. He's talking himself into this. <laughs> talking myself into what? I mean, yeah, I, mean I said this. I'd pancake you. I'm not going to pancake you. You're not going to pancake me? Well, you might pancake me, but I don't think you will. So... This you never know. You never know. See, Remember, this is, uh, uh, this is sometimes these type of moments 
or I think of my father. And you probably think, why are you thinking about your father in this? He used to tell me all the time, you know what, son, sometimes you just keep your mouth shut and, <laughs> and observe. And, and, observe. It, and it'll keep you out of harm's way a lot of times. Yeah. It's good advice. Thai food. Now we're about to line up 10 yards and crack each other. I did, whoa, whoa, whoa. I did not agree with it. I, I want to line up face to face. Mano a mano. Oh, I got my, I got my jab ready. Do you, oh, uh, do you still? You, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, first of all, I just thought of this. I don't think you should do this. Why? Your shoulder. I'm that, getting surgery on it that, soon, that, so. Yeah, well, so we're going to have to wait until after surgery. No, 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 no. I want Bruh. to damage it now nah, if we're going to damage you it. Ain't for the, you ain't for to get one of these and your whole rotator cuff out come out of spot. It's already out of spot. Nah, man. So they're going to put it back into spot. I am going to do my best to push you guys away from this challenge right here. I don't think you guys Oh, my it. goodness. Adam just had an amazing idea. Oh, man. We know a football coach that works on this very station, Braden Soprenant. Mm. He. I'm not wearing high school gear. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. I want at least college level gear. <laughs> uh, here's a question from Welsh Fryer. He is tuning in from Wales saying, speaking of pancakes, do you guys celebrate Pancake Day over in America? We do have I a pancake day. We do have day. a pancake day. Yes, do? we do. Yeah, we definitely do. We got a day for I've everything. Been in on that. No, yeah. we have a pancake day, and I believe one year someone, uh, one of the pancake restaurants, brought a bunch of pancakes in. And they were like the manhole yep. cover. Yeah, and I ate like a pound and a half of pancakes. Who doesn't love pancakes? It's pretty good. Great stuff. Pretty good. I mean, are you a um, butter? Yeah. Maple syrup guy? Do you like eh. strawberries on? What? I don't, I don't need maple syrup. I just need syrup. Isn't all syrup maple syrup? I thought I'm, all talk, syrup I'm was talking maple about syrup. like the the a real maple syrup. That's not just what you were referring to. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not in the Gwyn household where we go to our tr- our syrup no, tree in oh, the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I meant. Crazy. Send Michaela out there to drain the tree. Drain my dad. There's no more syrup <laughs> in the syrup tree. That's not what I was referring to. <laughs> the syrup tree what is, is the, out. Uh, it's it's they they've changed the name of the uh, popular. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's called. Uh, is it the it, mil- it, Pearl Mill or? Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Right. So let me look that up because it's not. It used to be Aunt Jemima, and now it's something right. else. Um, I'm not. To, I'm not referring to that stuff. I'm referring to like the real maple syrup. Pearl milling. Yeah. Pearl milling. Oh yeah, the real maple syrup. I actually don't really. I'm not like. a big fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's because it's, cause it's to. natural. <laughs> That's probably why I don't like it. No, you're right. Well, Sean Lewis has gotten us all geeked up, so uh, we're ready to run through a wall. Unfortunately, I announced that I want to run through Scraby instead. We'll see where this you goes. You actually said you want to pancake him, actually. No, which, I just said it would be hilarious. Which if would I be hilarious him. to oh, see one of his the great feet. bits of footage of all time. <laughs> Wouldn't happen. <laughs> Wouldn't. I would honestly need to spend some time with a couple of offensive linemen so I could get a couple of tricks of how to pancake. I, I really don't speaking even know what of, to do. Speaking of football. Yes. And unfortunately, Chris, I don't think you'll have any feels towards this, but I know Scraby will. Did you see the trailer for College Football 25? You know, I didn't get to watch it yet, oh, but my it looks sweet. It looks sweet. I'm going well, to watch to, it. it. To be fair, there's no graphic actual video. It's just like the it's uniforms. A guy, it's just a guy, and they kind of show some of the renderings of like, they're not renderings, but some of the, the footage of how they are putting together the, the video game. I'm so excited about it. Do we know if, because uh, for a long time they didn't do it because of the image and likeness, right? 
Do we know if players assume, are making money off of this? I would assume so. Because they have to have every roster, right? Yeah. That's insane. I don't know what that looks like in terms of what kind of money they're getting, but I, that was the reason why it that shut was, down. That all started in the first place, right. wasn't it? it? Yeah, I think it was Ed O'Bannon. Was the one Ed his, and, his, and, his uh, lawsuit and, ended up? And you know who uh, who advised him on that? Who's that? Sonny Vaccaro, the ah. guy who they did the movie Air about. Yeah, Sonny I need to would, watch because Sonny used to movie. come on our Sonny used to come on our show regularly back in the day. He's he's in San Diego, and he used to, he told me when that whole suit was starting. He said they're going to change everything. This was ten years, fifteen years ago. Sonny Vaccaro right. was always at the forefront of saying this is going to change everything. Yeah, he was right. <laughs> he was right. He was right. Yeah, Sonny. God love you, Sonny. All right, we're going to get into our daily gambit, some winners and losers out there. And uh, we'll see if DraftKings or FanDuel want to post odds on who's going to pancake who and Chris versus Scraby. Minus 1,000 over here. All right, let's just get to it. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Well, nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. I don't have any bets to review, but Chris does have some that we're going we're gonna to make. Uh, the only story I want to bring to this is that a lot of people are betting on Tiger Woods to win the Genesis Open. Which he closed at one twenty-five to one. That's all. But that's good odds. Or like that's pretty good odds. One hundred twenty-five no, to one. Oh no, a hundred. Oh okay. So if you bet ten dollars, you'd win twelve hundred. Yes. Yeah. 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 He he his odds are good enough that people are betting on it, but they're such long odds that they're probably not going because he has to win the tournament for it. But it's a pretty his guard. He has a tournament leading eight percent of the tickets at Bet MGM which saw a notable uptick in overall wagers. ESPN Bet has 6.5% of its bets on uh, Tiger, trailing only Scotty Scheffler. So the Tiger Woods effect is real. It's very real. Oh, I bet you the... Uh, it's always been. As long as he makes it to the weekend, I mean, yeah. the... Uh, There's odds on that, too. Well, he's he, not, right now, I don't think he'll make it to the weekend. He's a little lower on the uh, leaderboard than halfway, so... Might have to pick it up a little bit tomorrow, but that'll be a huge deal for golf because the ratings will go way up if he plays on the weekend. His, um, I guess, FanDuel offered some sort of profit boost. You can get a plus one thirty on Tiger to make the cut. So, I mean, that's 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 big movement for betting. Eight percent people are betting on a guy who's probably not going to win. That's wild. Yes, but that's, that but, is that is his draw that he elicits that kind of. And those 8%, probably the only golfer they know is Tiger Woods. That's awesome. That's also probably true. If I said that, you'd be like, where's your proof? Where is your proof, Chris? He said probably. He didn't say it was a definite thing. He said it's probably the only one they know. I I don't know. Sean Lewis just makes me want to fight. The problem is for you, Scrape, is you say things like, it's 100% fact. And then we go, and then you go, well, wait, hold on, let me check. <laughs> Fine. I walked right into this. Use the word probably. It'll get you out of it, some problems. It will. In the, in it the certainly will. 
Chris, what do you got? I got a, I got a few things for tonight. Uh, most notably, one of the bigger stories in sports tonight. Caitlin Clark. Yeah. The University of Iowa needs to score eight points tonight to break the all-time scoring record for NCAA women's basketball, beating out uh, your fellow uh, Powegian, Kelsey Plum, who has held the record for some time now. She will also be in softball game. Yes, she will. But uh, Caitlin Clark apparently has never scored fewer than eight points in a game. So She's like the LeBron of college basketball. Pretty much automatic that she's going to get the record tonight. Iowa is facing Michigan. And uh, I asked you guys what her over-under for the game. This is pretty ridiculous total. 36.5 points for this game tonight against Michigan. Do you want to bet over or under? Scraby, you go first. Oh, man. Caitlin Clark, 36.5 is the over-under. You know, I watched this game. Was it on Saturday that this, this game against Wisconsin-Iowa? Wisconsin? I think it was Saturday. I, so I watched the fourth quarter waiting for her to break it, and then she didn't score a point in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Don't watch then. This I, I'm going to say that she probably scores like 32. So I'm going to say under. Under. I'm going to say that she's a, a showman. And uh, piles it on tonight. They're at home. She'll break the record early and keep on scoring. I'll say over. Tony. I'm going to say under. Also under. Yeah. She'll break the record, but under. 36 and a half points. All right. We'll see if Caitlin Clark. Well, we're pretty sure she'll break the record tonight. Uh, Some other college basketball on tap tonight. How far has UCLA fallen in basketball? The Bruins are home tonight to Colorado. Colorado's favored by two points. At Pauley Pavilion. There used to be a time way back when when UCLA never even lost a game at Pauley Pavilion. But uh, I think the Bruins are one of the most disappointing teams in college basketball this year. Uh, I'll go first here, and I'm going to take Colorado to just keep UCLA scuffling. I'll give uh, give the two points. Tony? Yep. Uh, I'm also take the bolt the team from Boulder. The Buffaloes. Scrabby, who do you like here? Um... I'm going to go the other way and go UCLA. Going to take UCLA for Dave Marcus. I saw Dave Marcus today. Oh, yeah, so did I. Dave Marcus was running around the studio. By the way, Dave Marcus, luckiest guy in the uh, building. Why? He Gets- got two of the four winners in the uh, Super Bowl pool. Oh, he did. He sure did. He did. He sure he cashed did. In. He's getting to go to the Billy Joel concert, and I think he's also getting to go to... I think it's SeaWorld or Disneyland, oh, one of the oh, two. Oh, yeah, they were both on the board. I mean, he scored... I tried to talk him out of the Billy Joel tickets he was having. He didn't bite. Well, I no. think he should give me the Disneyland tickets because he's going to be too busy. So, Well, no. he's not going to give them to you. Well, he, this <laughs> is, That was the him. most fun he's had because, as Chris said, UCLA is pretty trash this year. That's his team he roots for. Yeah. And so he, even though he went to San Diego State. Even though he went to San Diego State, <laughs> you would never know. Dave Marcus, kind of an odd fellow. Oh, it's almost but time. That's for... what we love about him, and we are we going to get to our game? We've been discussing, and I think he's in, so we got to confirm that. Yes. Right. Well, you... But I need more. Sorry, Chris. I need more from from Dave. I need some more uh, secret stories yeah. from Jesse and Tony on Dave the road. Is, uh... Dave is Dave is a very safe character, if you know what I mean. He's not going to risk anything. I'm not asking him to say anything bad. I'm just just saying, like, if he deems it as possibly a risk, you're not getting it. What if he has his own daily gripe about you guys? That would actually be kind of funny. Okay. 
Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Speaking of the daily gripe, that's what wraps up the Scraby Con- uh, Chronicles. Yes. Let's get underway at 6 o'clock. Last, one, last night was a good one. After our show here. Uh, all right, we got some uh, Division One college basketball in town tonight, guys. Uh, both USD and UCSD are playing at home, so if you're a college basketball fan, you might want to get out there. Toreros are favored by 6.5 over Portland, mm. Tony. Toreros at home. Give me the Toreros. Toreros. You've been betting on the Toreros more, I have. Than, I've, I've, more than you used to. Brock Ungridge has softened my stance on All right. USD. Mm, Very good. Scraby, what do you like here? Uh... Port, the Portland Pilots are not very good. I'm going to go USD. USD? Uh, USD's played very well at home this year. But I don't think they're good enough to warrant laying seven. six and a half points. Yeah. So I will take Portland plus the six and a half. Uh, the other game, UC San Diego, five and a half over UC Santa Barbara. Scraby, you lead off here. I mean, UCSD's been really good this year. They have. UCSB is always that team that I'm like, oh, yeah, they're in, they have a basketball team when they hit the <laughs> oh, Gauchos. Yeah. They have a basketball team. Uh, but I'm going to go UCSD. UCSD. Yep. I will also go UCSD. They've impressed me. I mean, I still go back to them almost beating the Aztecs. Uh, Tony? UCSD. Yeah, if they could beat, almost beat the Aztecs, they ought to be able to beat yeah, UCSD. Yeah. SB. Yeah, I'm going with uh, SD. All right, one more. Uh, NBA's top team in the West, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota. Nine and a half points over Portland tonight at Portland. Uh, I'm first here. Timberwolves are ahead of the Clippers. They're ahead of Oklahoma City. They're ahead of Denver. Way ahead of your guys. They're ahead of everybody. Are you talking about my guys? Your guys, your Lakers. Portland's been terrible this year, but I hate giving nine and a half points on the road. I'm going to take Portland. I'm going to take Portland in college basketball. I'm going to take Portland in, in the NBA. Portland plus the points. Uh, Tony, how many points? Nine and a half. Have you watched Minnesota play this year? I've seen them play some really good games. They beat Denver, and I've seen them play some bad games. They lost to Chicago. Kevin Garnett. So I'm not sure about this team yet. Kevin Garnett said something that uh, that kind of. At first, I was like, nah. And then I thought about it, it might be. He said that Anthony Edwards reminds him of a young Michael Jordan, the 84 Jordan. Wow. Jeez. And I took was him like, a few years to get to this it, point. It took him, but that's what, that's what, but again, that's what separated Michael is he did that his rookie season. But that's who he said it reminded him of. The, some of the things that Anthony Edwards says. And when you, if you've watched Anthony, there's some, there's something to that. I will say, to answer your question, That's I'm taking uh, Minnesota. Taking Minnesota. Scraby, after that. Uh... Is DeAndre Ayton stuck at home this time, or is he going to make I it don't to know. The game? Is there a blizzard there again? Because you know <laughs> he's, he's going to take the day off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go T Wolves. He must have been one of the worst acquisitions of all time by Portland. I don't know what they were thinking there. I don't know. Some would say uh, Sam Bowie was when they decided to pass up Mr. You know what? They're Jeffrey never going to live that one down. <laughs> they're, they're They'll never, never live, live that one down. They're never going to live All right. Uh, that's our uh, our bets for today. We'll take a quick timeout. A lot more Gwen and Chris ahead, including in about 20 minutes, Joe Musgrove. No, no, Joe. Coming on the program. We'll talk to him from uh, Padre Spring Training. Stick around for that. Coming up soon, traffic before anything else on Gwen and Chris. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I almost came on this segment and said the wrong thing. Because Joe Musgrove is actually coming on next segment, not this segment. Right. Uh, Scraby. Yes, sir. We were talking uh, about Tiger Woods earlier. He mm-hmm, looks weird mm-hmm. without a swoosh anywhere mm-hmm. to be seen. He's got a kind of ferocious-looking tiger. Uh, is that what that is? It's, oh, it's a yeah. tiger? I, I can't see it. I that wasn't. Oh, I looked at Tony it. like, his name is Tiger, his clothing I, I, company I, I, is Tiger. I understand that part. I'm talking about in terms of this new... Uh, clothing. I think it's Taylor Made that's doing it. Correct. It is Taylor Made. Sun Day, and yes. I said that the way I did on purpose because it's not one word; it's two words. And you have found out why what this is all about. I really wanted to know because I feel like it makes no sense to name it Sun Space Day Space Red. Uh, and so I went to a uh, business website, and they chose they chose. <laughs> They chose to split the phrase up because uh, they think, okay, splitting the word into sun, space, day marks the brand's wider appeal as a lifestyle brand, not limiting it to a singular day. Ah, so It's not because there's someone who has like a trademark on it. It's not because of anything like that. That makes some sense. No, I, 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 I do know some people who think they can only wear it on Sunday, like. It's a it's Sunday red. Like I can't. They need help. Thank goodness Scraby explained all that. I can see people <laughs> driving along the eight or the fifteen, happy in the knowledge that they now know that. Don't you think that his it's more recognizable if it's Sunday red instead of Sunday red? I don't know. I think I, it I, matters I, that it's Tiger Woods and people will wear it just because of that. Ding 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 ding. I think they should have called me before they decided on this name. You think everybody should call you before they make decisions like that? I think it's weird. I, I can't believe you guys don't think it's weird. Nope. Don't I think really it's don't have script. a feeling one way or another <laughs> about it. <laughs> exactly. Right. Sorry to say. Okay. Well, that's that's the uh, story behind it. Um, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's, <laughs> it's just it's just Woo-hoo-hoo! weird. <laughs> it's just weird to see him not wearing Nike. And then they flip over to to Rory, your guy. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got Nike he's Nike stuff up. on. So yeah, I uh, Nike 
I mean, they only make the apparel now, so... Okay. So they are still making apparel. They are still making apparel. They're not making any of the clubs or the balls or anything like that anymore. Let me go back to that kind of tidbit, I, that little bomb I threw in about uh, free agency December. Oh, read yes, you, the signing Read period. you a little bit about it. Baseball. Baseball, yeah. Rob, Rob Manfred, who also revealed that he will not seek a new term after twenty two after his twenty twenty nine contract ends. Uh, he also said on Thursday that so he's a lame duck commissioner for the next five, five years. years. Why are you telling us this now? <laughs> lame duck. Yeah, you know, typically lame duck is like same year as. But right. He's got a five year staying five years pa- staying power on yeah. this. Uh, Rob Manfred revealed on Thursday that the league prefers a free agent per- free agency period in December that contains two weeks of flurried activity and includes a deadline, according to Alex Spear of Boston Globe. And this is a quote from Manfred. We would prefer to have a free agent signing, free agency signing period, ideally in December, with a deadline. However, the commissioner noted, noted that the league made proposals regarding free agency deadlines to the Major League Baseball Players Association, and as I can imagine, they were not received well. Now, from a player standpoint, would you want to be confined to two weeks in which you could sign a contract, or? Would you rather have an entire offseason to work with? And I think that is how that is initially going to be received. Now, more details can be added. You can, you know, throw some different things in there. But I imagine that that would be a, a hard sell based on the fact that they've had it this way. And it just seems like the better way for the player. Doesn't baseball have to do a better job of getting itself on the front page? During the off season, I would, a la football, I, I would say so. I mean, football's unbelievable. I mean, really. I mean, the the Super Bowl happens, and the first thing is everybody's draft thing. You know, draft picks come out, and who's going to draft where, and you know, Field Yates and all of these ESPN I, experts. All, I mean, it's all about the draft. Then it's going to be about free agency. Then it's going to be about. Signing guys and trading guys, and then all of it. I mean, it's, a at, it's a machine. It's a machine at this point. Right. It's an absolute machine. And I don't know that baseball can take anything away from that, but I think baseball's they got to figure out the best way to do their free agency in terms of what's best for baseball. And if that's not quite best for the players, I, I think they may have to. They may have to just say take that one you know, as a loss leader, because I think what's best for baseball is to have. You know, baseball on the front page more often. Other than Juan Soto being traded, what else has been? You know, I mean, your your two premier free agents are still free agents right now. That's right, Blake I mean, Snell and, and Bellinger. Yeah, right now they're they're still free agents. Still free agents. I, I don't know that that part. It's good for them. Don't get me wrong. It's good for. I don't know that that part is necessarily good for baseball, right? Because you know, just. If when you compare the two, the other two sports in, in basketball and football, when you get to the this their off season period, there's some dead time, but then you got it's almost like a build up. You have the you remember you see the running clock on the bottom on the bottom line about right. when people can start signing. Stuff gets leaked out, and it's like kind of a you know a dance, and then a boom, a flurry of activity over a week or two, and then. It slows down again, but baseball doesn't really have that, and so it, it's something that I'm sure we'll hear more and more of as we get closer to that time frame. Because right now, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would expect to hear this conversation 
continuing to pop up, especially if they're going to have more and more free agencies like this one that we saw this year. I, I read somewhere that uh, as of right now, Tony, half the guys, half that were free agents heading into this offseason are still, still free, free agents. agents. I saw half. that too. Yeah. And it's like not even a month. Well, I mean, it's less than a week before so, I mean, the first game of spring training. I know Craby wants us Crazy. to get the break, so I just got to get this last point. And the argument that could go against the players is that, well, you have all this time now, and guys, half of the people still haven't signed. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I would love to get some of the players' perspective on that. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Joe Musgrove, unfortunately, we got him a little earlier. I can't ask him about it this time around, but you'll get to hear that interview next here on Gwen and Chris. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Joining us is uh, San Diego's favorite, I think. Joe Musgrove uh, joins us here on Gwen and Chris. Joe, uh, first, man, how are you? How's the beginning of spring training? It all starts again. It's been good, man. Uh, to be honest, uh, the biggest bummer for me losing San, losing San Diego, or leaving San Diego is not having the San Diego radio anymore, man. I became a big fan <laughs> of your show and the morning broadcast, so uh, you know I'm missing 97.3, actually. Come on now. You can still uh, go online. Watch us on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I expect i got to put a little more work in. Here. Yeah, you got to put a little work in. Uh, Joe, I mean, this offseason for you, man, you, you, you had to um... – Get the body in order before I'm assuming starting your 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 prog- your progression to get to this point. Um, right. how, how are you feeling? Um, and and what what was different different about this off season compared to to past off seasons? Yeah, a lot of things. I mean, first off, I had a little more time. Um, you know, starting the off season a little bit sooner. One because you know, obviously, not making the playoffs, you you wrap up at the start of October. But, uh, you know, the last month and a half of the season for me was spent on the I.L. And, um, you know, we were back and forth between trying to build back up or just shutting down and starting the off season. Um, You know, our our place in the rankings was kind of dictating a lot of that. And going 16-2 and two down the stretch kind of put a little pressure on us to, to speed things up a little bit. Should we make it in, you know, I wanted to have a chance to throw. Um so a little bit of that, but, you know, ultimately I got to start some of the off-season, you know, recovery work and stuff down that last 
you know, month of the season or so last year. So going into the start of the official off season, I, I was actually in a pretty decent spot. Um, but yeah, like you said, a lot more body work and, um, maintenance stuff to kind of get me back to, a to a level playing field before I go into the off season and start to build back up. So, um, I can honestly say that, you know, this past week has been the best that I felt all off season. Um, and I feel like I'm starting to peak at the right times here. Do you still have to uh, prove anything to yourself and to uh, or this you know the team, the coaches that you know? And what's going to let them know, let you know that you are going to be ready to go one hundred percent on opening day? Yeah, you know I've got my check boxes that I like to hit, um, you know, along the way in the course of spring training. But you know, you really try to just set your sights on one at a time. And for me, it's a it's a daily it's a daily thing, you know, just try to get your body feeling good by the end of each day and, and leave in there feeling like you'll be ready to come in the next day. So, um, like I said, I have these few things that I like to hit along the way, but I'm really trying to take it day at a time and just, you know, follow what the, the trainers and, and our PT staff have given me. Joe Musgrove joins us. One of the lead dogs in this rotation at the Padres will go into the 2024 season with it. And Joe, I'm interested to, to hear you hear your take on this. I, I know, when pitchers and catchers reported, you had your kind of scrum with the media, and you spoke about establishing an identity. Um, as a starting pitcher on this ball club, where what what is your part in creating that identity? And you know, how long does it take for a team to kind of figure out what their identity is going to be? I think ultimately you find it through through playing and through winning. Um, but, you know, setting the tone early in camp with the expectations of how we're going to carry ourselves as a staff. I mean, me and Ruben have this talk a lot, but we're firm believers that starting rotation sets the tone for everything. You know, we got yeah. the ball, we control yeah. the pace of the game. Um, you know, we're in control out there. So, um, you know, we want to be known as a, as a relentless staff, you know, somebody that's not going to give in regardless of the scenario, regardless of the score. Um, you know, if you got the ball and you're on that mound, you're giving it everything you have until they take it from you. Um, you know, so some of those things are, are talked about a little bit as far as what we expect and the effort level that's going into things. But a lot of the, the culture and stuff that everyone talks about, you know, that stuff is, is found through winning and, and through experiences you have throughout the course of the season. But, um, you know, it's never too early to start implementing some of those things and just talking out loud about some of the, you know, some of the approaches that you want to take towards your game and how you want your team to look on the field. Joe, uh, we obviously follow everything that happens during the off season. The fans uh, follow it closely, but they're not as probably as big of fans as the actual players that are on the team. I mean, you you're certainly reading oh, yeah. and following everything that's happening. And Juan Soto's traded, and a bunch of guys are coming in, and free agency this year is a little different than last year. What's what's your overall reaction to what the Padres have done so far this off season, and uh, how do you think it's all going to benefit this year's club? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's never easy losing a, a generational talent type player in Soto, but, um, you know, you look at the pieces we get in return for him and what it does for our team moving forward. I think it puts us in a better spot, um, you know, as a group and as a team, you know, with the arms we got in return. Pitching was going to be the biggest concern going into the offseason for us. Um, you know, so we answered a lot of those questions with some of the arms we got back. You know, we got a little bit of experience. And then uh, some really good, talented young arms that we expect to be big pieces for us. So, um, like I said, it's not easy to lose guys like Soto and a guy as consistent as Grish is in the outfield. But when you look at what it does for our team and our rotation, I think it puts us in a real good spot. We got some really good depth in our bullpen now. Um, 
you know, still a few pieces that I think we're, we're short on, but, you know, I know AJ and you guys know him well. Um, you know, he's always got something up his sleeve and I know he's not walking into this thing knowing that there's, there's gaps in the, you know, in the roster that need to be filled without a plan. So I think, uh, we just kind of trust in him. Joe, I, I, I want to ask you a little bit about the, the managerial change. Mike Schilt takes over. And let me say this before I, I ask this question. By no means am I trying to say that Bo Mel didn't do these things. But just in, in my time getting to spend with Mike Schilt, he seems very detail-oriented. He seems very driven by the team aspect in terms of how you guys feel about one, one another and, and kind of coming together are you sensing that already in just a little bit of, of spring training you've had already? Absolutely. And you know, I mean he empowers the players too. I mean, he's got a way and he's got a way of talking to you that, you know, inspires you and motivates you to, to do a little more on your end as a player. So, you know, I got to spend the last two years with him, you know, side by side in the dugout just talking baseball and, you know, gaining some knowledge from him. I mean he's been around the game since he was nine, ten years old, growing up in you know, double A clubhouse coaching at every single level along along the way. I mean, the guy's got as much experience as you could ask for in a manager. Um, but yeah, he does a really good job communicating with the guys and making it very clear what the expectations are, and then you know, putting the power in the hands of the players and you know, forcing us to take a little bit of accountability and a little bit of ownership of what we're doing and, and try to police things and, and run things ourselves from within. As you do a little look back at the 2023 season, as you're sitting there getting ready for this year. And you compare what ended up happening last year to what happened the year before. Is it as simple as saying that you guys just couldn't get over the hump in terms of getting hits with runners in scoring position and winning close games? I mean, the record was 9-23 and in one-run games. It was the complete opposite of that the year before. Is it as simple as that to say last year didn't work out because of those things, or was there more at work here? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is one of Shilty's big things that he says all the time, and he's said it countless times since he's, you know, taken the helm here. It's that, you know, this game is, you know, the best players in this game are elite adjusters. Mm. And, you know, we mm. just really weren't that last year. You know, we had plans of how we wanted to go about it. We knew, you know, what the expectation was of ourselves as a lineup, how we were going to score runs, how we were going to produce. And we weren't getting those you know, we weren't having that success with driving the ball in and, you know, the doubles and homers and our slug not being very high, the runners in scoring position average, you know, those things weren't falling into place for us early in the year and we did not do a good job of adjusting the game plan and doing what we had to do to win. I feel like we married ourselves to that expectation of what our lineup was built to do and, um, you know, we didn't adjust very well. So you'd like to say it's as easy as that, but I feel like that's the main reason is, we did not adjust on the fly, and, and we weren't in that category of elite adjusters like you know you see at this level. You said that word twice, and I got goosebumps. Elite <laughs> adjusters. I mean, that is as, as simple as it, I think you can put it. You, you mentioned some of the arms that you guys got back in the deal um, for Juan Soto. Michael King, we're talking Brito, we're talking Vasquez, we're talking a young kid, Thorpe. Um, integrating those arms, because, you know, as of right now, at least a few of those guys are going to be pieces that you know could possibly be in this rotation. Um, how do you bring those guys in? I think this is your strong suit, and you're not the only one. You Darvish does it in his own way as well. But talk about bringing in those young guys, install, installing that confidence, installing that kind of uh, the the idea of what you guys want to accomplish as a as a unit. Yeah. 
Um, I think our, our little off-season camp that we do every year in, in January is a big part of that, you know, bringing these, these new guys in and some of these young guys and giving them a week prior to spring training to, to meet the staff, to meet some of the other players, to, you know, see what the expectation is, how we do things here, meet some of the behind-the-scenes guys with the analytics and just kind of kickstart things and give these guys a week to kind of adjust to some of the people and, you know, get their feet underneath them before they get here. But, you know, we talked about it a lot this offseason, myself, Manny, uh, Toddy, Darvish, all these guys that are, you know, under contract and going to be here for a while that, you know, we have a lot of young guys now and we're going to need these guys to produce. And I think for them to be the best player that they can be, they have to be comfortable. they got to be able yeah. to, to play with that swagger and with a little bit of attitude and personality. And I think a lot of that comes from the veterans on the team creating that atmosphere. You know, these they got to understand that we're here to win games. You know, we're not here to make them feel like rookies. We're not here to belittle them or make them feel like they're anything less we are. You know, we're here to win. So having said that, there are, you know, there is a pecking order and there are some unwritten rules that you try to follow. And it's really just respect, you know, respect the guys around you, respect the guys that have more time than you in the game. Mm. But be yourself, you know, play the game the way you the way that you play it, play with some passion, with some fire. And, uh, you know, if your mind's in the right place with everything you do, you know, we have, everyone in that clubhouse is going to have your back. So just bringing them in and trying to get them to understand that, hey, we're not here to embarrass you guys or belittle you or make you feel like a rookie. We want you to be impact players on this team and we need you to be at your best and, and play with some, you know, some freedom out there. How many people have come up to you and, and guys on this team and said, man, you guys are really up against it. I mean, look what the Dodgers did this off season, And I mean, they're going to be impossible to beat and all of this stuff. And you know in your heart that it doesn't come down to that. It comes down to execution and being a just, doing a just, what did he say? Elite adjuster. Thank you. Being yes. an elite adjuster. Yes, I'm going to put that in my in my bank of uh, yeah, bookmark that one. Bookmark that one. But, you know, those are the things that are going to decide this season. And if you can perform, you know, this Padre team performs the way it can, uh, I don't see why you can't keep up with the Dodgers. I know you guys aren't going into the season thinking anything but that. Yeah, I mean, we've been on that side. We were that we were that team last year yeah. where everyone looked at our team on paper and saw who we were and what was expected of us, and that's not always the best thing for you sometimes to have a little chip on your shoulder and to be counted out a little bit adds a little fuel to the fire. So, um, like you said, you know, this team is capable of beating any team in the big leagues, you know, when we play the way that we expect to play. So it's about finding out the way to pull that out of us every night, you know finding ways to, to create that energy and, and to kickstart things in the in the beginning of the year better than we did last year. And I think a lot of that starts in spring training with, you know, some of these meetings and talking about, you know, what we expect of ourselves and how we're going to run things on a daily basis to ultimately get to the end goal. Um, but all that stuff starts now. So, you know, just building that, building that foundation in spring is super important. Joe, I, I got one that's not as serious as all these other questions has been. Um, you know, mm-hmm. typically for position players, you know, about three and a half weeks in, you're like, all right, I'm ready for this to go. Now, pitchers is different, especially because you're building up. But is there any part of you that is, by the time you get to spring, is like, let's just get to the real stuff, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very soon, actually. <laughs> sooner than sooner than later in spring. Um, yeah, for, for starters, it's, it's usually once you're into that that four or five inning range where you start feeling like, okay, I'm built up now. I'm ready to go. Um, early in camp, you're still trying to get your feet under you. A lot of guys haven't even been in spikes for, you know, as long as you spend in them in spring training, running around doing PFPs and, 
you know, conditioning and spikes. There's a lot of things and just getting your body prepped and stuff. But yeah. you get through that first week or two, you start to feel really consistent in your routine, your body's recovering well, and you start getting the itch for, for some real games. But it's nice for us this year. You know, we come into spring a week early, um, you know, get things started when most people aren't working and uh, get to get out of here a few weeks early, which yeah. is nice as well. So we've got to really maximize, you know, the time that we got here and get as much out of it as we can because Korea is going to come, you know, faster than we know it. Is there any chance you think you could pitch in Korea? I know you're, again, you said you're taking a one checkbox at a time. But could we see you in one of those first two games? Yeah, so we've talked about that already um, with Shilty and Ruben uh, about how we want to go about it. No decisions have been made yet, but, um, you know, that's definitely those are two games that, you know, count towards the record book. So, um, you know, we're going to we expect to be around that five inning mark by then. So me and Darvish would both be ready to go should, you know, the ball be handed to us in that situation. Say less. I think that's the answer that everybody wanted to hear anyway. Joe, we appreciate you coming off, man, on a day off. Uh, Schulte gave you guys the day off. We appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely, guys. Always enjoy it. It's real easy, Joe. You go to YouTube, you search 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> and, I mean, even I can do it. So if I can pull it off, you know, you should be able to watch the show and, you know, stay in I'm touch. Sure I'll, I'm sure I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Take care, brother. Thanks, Joe. All right, fellas. No, no, Joe. Uh, one of the highlights we had last year on the program, uh, Scraby and I had him on one day, Tony, I think after you had oh, yes. gone. Yes, yes. And remember, there was it was a midseason game, and there was some question as to who was going to uh, pitch that day for the Padres, maybe the day before the All-Star break or something. And Joe announced It was going on, into the All-Star that's break. That's right, yes. And he announced on our show that... That's right. That's I will take the ball. <laughs> and Chris and I lost We were so excited. We were so minds. excited that we got the breaking news. <laughs> well, we have more breaking news there. I mean, he said that he and Darvish are, you know, in line to make those starts against the Dodgers in Korea. Hopefully that will uh, turn out to be the case. He said nothing's official yet, but they have had talks. Certainly makes sense that if those two guys are healthy. Makes they a ton would of get sense. The, uh, they would get those two starts against L.A. once... Uh, once you guys get to Korea, did um is he officially you think the number one in the rotation? Because I was looking at MLB Network last night and they predicted the rotation. His name was at the top, and then it was you. I wouldn't be surprised. I I, I bet that's kind of how why it's not going to be announced now. Right? You want to build everybody up, then you'll you'll start to see the jockeying if they start lining guys up so that it matches up with Korea. That's how it usually works. All right. Darvish seems like a number one guy, though. Not that Joe doesn't, but Darvish has always been number one wherever he's been. But does it really matter? No. No. Maybe I mean, it am. does for the guys. I mean, they can. They sit like here. to know. You can. You. They can sit here and tell us that oh, I don't care if I go. But I mean, if you got well, a chance to Musgrove be, Mondo wants to make the uh, the first start. Yeah, wanna, can, for sure. He got to make it at home last year. I, I'm I'm sure he's going to want to do it. All career. right, five seconds. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.